some of our favorite picks to share with you as we count down to Christmas. We hope you get a chance to taste some of these great bourbon brands this holiday season with friends and family. Until then, bourbon on. Let's get started. Who's up first? What do you want to go with? I'll go. Dramatic pause. Go for it. What have you got? First of the year. So um, I've got the Tin Cup 10. And um, this is kind of a cool, uh, well, I, I guess I always say that this is kind of a cool story because it seems like all these, all these bourbons have cool stories. But um, so the tin cup is actually out of Denver, Colorado. At least that's where they bottle it. So this is where okay. the story gets pretty cool. Um, it's two thirds corn, one third rye. And um, they age uh, they age the bourbon in white American oak barrels. Now, the thing with Tin Cup is that it's a blend of two high rye whiskeys um, that they blend together. And then um, they cut it down to proof with uh, water from the Rockies. So right. um, thus the tie back. So kind of like cores. Yes. Kind of like cores. Yeah. Well, kind of. So, okay, Dave. <laughs> so they cut to proof after 10 years with the Rocky Mountain spring water. Um, the distilling is actually done out in Indiana. So, and part of that is because the grains that are used are from the, uh, the grain belt of the Midwest. So some of the more higher quality grains come from that region and they use that. So they actually distill it in Indiana. And then what they'll do is it goes back out to Colorado and they actually bottle it by hand. So um, it's not it, it's not easy to get. So the fact that you got it was pretty really pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I see tin cup, the non tenure yes. everywhere. Yes. Seems that pretty, you will pretty see, commercial. But the tenure, uh, they specifically talk about it on their website. Um, that if you can find it, that you probably want to pick it up and put it on your shelf. That's good marketing speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On their website? Yeah. All right. If you see our product, you should buy it. <laughs> Strong call to action. Well, I, I never thought of that. Okay. I love it. <laughs> oh, God. It's you simple. guys are all marketers. You can't get your head out of fake news. So Keep, um, keep up the storytelling. Yeah, okay. Right. All right. So it's eighty. It's an 84 proof. Um, the color is dark amber, as you can see. So um, really pretty is. cool bottle. Yeah. So, um, but it does kinda, drip a lot, by the way. So I'm about, about the table. <laughs> I think that might be the person handling that bottle. So... Um, and you guys should, really, I mean, not to do marketing speak here, but you should check out their website because it actually is a really well done website, completely different than what I've seen from most of the other bourbons that we've talked about. Um, it is really rooted in kind of the heritage of Colorado, Rocky Mountains, um, and it to the point where it actually says, this is a, a bourbon you should drink in the mountains. Um, the color is dark amber. The nose is kind of cinnamon, pine honey fresh cut grass they actually describe it which that's a new one um palette i'll be interested to see what you guys say um given that you're trying it right now and then the finish i'm actually really curious as well so i'm not going to give those away but here's the one thing that i thought was really cool and i think this could lead into some interesting conversation um one of the things that they actually say on their their website says we subscribe to the to the old adage that difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations and so as we think about kind of the theme of tonight, like the, the decade, we're moving into a new decade, we're yep. going to talk about the last decade, where we were 10 years ago, where we are today. 
um, and kind of the tie to ten year or ten year proof. Um, it's just something for us to think about, and I thought that that was a really a really cool statement. So um, the name actually is for the coal mining pioneers. So if you notice on the top of the bottle, this little tin cup, uh, the tin cup is a representation of the cups that they would actually, the coal miners would actually drink their whiskey from after they would come out of the mines. So the word tin cup actually comes from the, uh, a little town in Colorado where there was a coal mine. And also the cup actually represents the cups that they actually drank out of. Nice. So, <laughs> so does the tie to... To the brand, so I thought that was pretty cool. Now, here's another cool thing about this particular uh, brand of bourbon. So they do what is called a backcountry adventure. So every year, um, they award four people uh, this trip of a lifetime in the backcountry of Colorado. So you have to um, apply through their Instagram, and you have to send in a photo of something representative of you as an adventurer. And, like seven um, bottles of bourbon in front like of Like seven yeah. bottles of bourbon. I don't know if that quite do it, but at least the cup is on the table. So, <laughs> um, But it's for four people, four guests with those people. Uh, sounds like a pretty amazing pretty amazing thing. So That's pretty cool. I've never seen that from another another <laughs> brand that we've been working or drinking. So um, the other thing they talk about uses, which I thought was cool, and I think, Derek, there's one in here you'll get a, you'll actually like, but essentially they, they talk about, you know, pour and serve, right? That's what we're doing tonight. Um, something warm. So they talked about putting it in like a tea and a coffee um, with a little twist of lemon or something of that nature and drink it, drink it hot. A little which hot toddy? Yeah, a little hot toddy, exactly. Um, and then they talk about forage and combine. So, you know, combining it with things. So obviously from a drink standpoint and then get cooking. So they talked about throwing a half cup of this stuff into a pan um, with some butter, salt and pepper, onions. Uh, let it kind of go down. Put a steak in there and actually make cool. a steak over the fire, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. So again, I think just the way they're playing up, um, kind of yep. the essence of the brand is pretty cool. Not to talk about that too much, but um, it was really different than most of the ones that we've researched in mm-hmm. the past. It's got a good taste. And then of course they talk about time as the most valuable part of any bourbon. So this is true. It. Um, what do you taste? Well, I mean, it, it definitely, I get the rye immediately. Yep. Um, but it smooths out after about two or three sips. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah. How would you describe the finish, taste-wise? I've got cinnamon and honey. Mm. Like, those are the two that I, I keep, that are that are sticking to my tongue. Mm. Um, I think it's it's got a great full flavor. This is good. I, I do get the rye, a little yep. bit of that, that yep. bite. And it's, I think it's got a nice, for me, it feels like a long finish. Yeah. yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't go away. Yeah, right yeah, I would agree with that. They describe it as caramel and biscuits. Wow. I'm not like, sure I get the biscuits, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> but okay. Colorado yeah. biscuits yeah. or English biscuits. Yeah. Marketing uh, team. Yeah. But in any event. So. Yeah. No, it's good. I like it. I think it's good. I like it, surprisingly so. I'm not a huge fan of the regular tin cup. Right. So when you know, we mm. start by talking about this and you said the high rye, it's like, oh, wow, I'm not sure I'm going to like this. But mm-hmm. I like the cinnamon. It's got enough... Uh, pop in it yeah but it finishes really well so i would, yeah, I would definitely I, go back to the well on this yeah i good. think and i think the the original which you're talking about i think it's aged for about four years okay so that's there's about a six-year difference between the two right well so i'm not i don't really find a long finish to it for me yeah, it, yeah for me it just kind of 
Peter's out. Hold My up. tongue is still mm-hmm. tingling. Yeah, I can. Okay. <laughs> Here we go again. Hit it again. You had to start it, Derek, right? That's right. Nice. Um, anyway, but I, I actually like it. I think it's good. So, Kurt, what was the, 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 the long road um, saying there? The long all, all, destina- all great destinations. That we subscribe to the old adage that different, difficult roads, I'm sorry, difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. All right. Hmm. Now, 10 years ago, what was your, what was your road that got oh, you here? Oh, God. That's actually a, a great question. I, we, had, we had just moved out to New Jersey. 10 years ago? Yeah, it was okay. 2008, but it was, you know, so a little, little post that, but, um, so it was a, that was a tough move. You know, our daughter was nine. It was the first time we had left Wisconsin family. Mm. Um, my job was super challenging because of the environment and, you know, the change that we were going through and, um, yeah, so it was, so I think back, because I was thinking about that today, I'm like, okay, 10 years from now, that was 2010, and thinking about what's going on, my dad passed away shortly after we moved there, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so a lot had happened, so it was, you know, we were kind of starting over, and yeah. it was a great move for us, but we were kind of starting over, making new friends, starting new schools, new jobs, new people, new everything, so yeah, it was, yeah, it was kind of a, mm-hmm. the beginning of a whole different kind of journey right yeah right so and now you're here and now we're here which this move was easy because of that so nice yeah Very cool. so nice. easier for easier. us yeah, yeah not so much for our daughter but <laughs> all right well there's our first 10 i like it i think it's a, a, noticing the difference in the the, the richness and fullness mm-hmm. of the 10 yeah, that's good. And I'm sorry, you, how much was this? 50? 55. 55? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. that's what Derek told me. Interstate transit fees and all that. Exactly. Transport tariff. But mm-hmm. Totally, though, I, I kind of agree with the, um, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the original 10 cup, but this one's good. The bottle is really cool. Got a little uh, extra, I think a little decor than mm-hmm. the usual. So, yeah. I would highly encourage picking this one up. Yeah. They make a little joke about the bottle on their site about how it's it's shaped like that so it can't roll too far away. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's, so it's never too far. Tell the creative team got it here. They got a copy on every corner there, Derek. <laughs> yeah. Clean it up. No white space. <laughs> no white space. <laughs> no white space. But this one actually, it, I, I'm going to say it's it's still a young distillery. And yeah. considering what we have talked about in the past, it started in 1972. Um, and it was started by um, a gentleman by the name of Jess Gray. I think it's Graber, G R A B E R. He's the it's founder. Um, his name's on the bottle. Yeah, one of the, the whole co- is probably on the bottle. <laughs> one of the many copy points on the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, nice. Kind of a cool story. Yeah. Good choice. So. Yeah. So whenever I see Tin Cup, I think of the Kevin Costner golf movie Tin Cup. Yeah. But that's not it. I don't know it. Okay. Uh, I think of it as well, and apparently, based on that story, the answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) From all of us bourbon boys, we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Bourbon on.